The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. In the Vet Podcast, I'm your rookie, Dante Furco, and that's your vet, Darren Leeds. We're here to talk a little Illinois basketball. I, yeah. know, I, know, I know it's football season now, but Illinois basketball, they're going to take off for Spain this week. They're taking, Tomorrow, right? Yep, they're taking on Valencia, the Real Madrid All-Stars, as well as the Catalonia All-Stars. Um, a couple exhibition matchups, but we're going to see a little bit. Well, technically we're not going to see because it's actually not televised, nor can you really watch it at all afterwards, but... The coaches are going to see a little bit of this team for next year, yeah. and you know what it has to offer for next year. But it's it's pretty it's pretty. I don't know if disappointing is the right word, but it sucks nobody can really watch it. I know Illinois yeah. fans are eager for some basketball. Eager I for basketball. It'd be interesting to watch it. And I was going to ask. I mean, my first question for you is: This is kind of out of the ordinary, right? Mm-hmm. You don't typically see like. You know, these Power 5 schools going overseas to Mm -hmm. play months before the season, do you? Yeah, some do, some don't. For the majority, they don't. I know maybe it was Ruck... No, maybe North... Nebraska. I think they just came back. You see it here and there. For the most part, I've seen a bunch of football teams will go over to countries like that. Uh, They're not playing anybody, but kind of for a team bonding and history kind of thing. I know know I watch a little bit of a segment a couple years ago on Michigan going over there. And I don't think it was Spain. I think it was Greece. And just kind of bonding as a team, learning different cultures. And I think it's kind of so other players can learn the cultures of their teammates or kind of have more respect for, you know, backgrounds that aren't theirs. And um, so it would be interesting to see this Illinois team. I, w- I wish we could watch. It would be, it'd be awesome. And but how long are they over there for? I believe a week. Okay. Three three uh, different three games exhibition in games, a week time. Um, but they're going to be over there for about a week. I know they have like one off day or two off days. Luke Goody was telling us. But yesterday on Wednesday, able to see Illinois practice. They opened up for the media. Got to see a little bit of this team, and we could talk about kind of player by player. But things looked like they were moving. They were they don't have many practices under their belt. You get ten in the summer um, until the NCA kind of cuts you off because it's not your season. And they they've already exhausted all yep. those ten practices. They've exhausted. I'm not sure if like I'm not sure exactly like when their deadline is kind of cut off. So maybe it was kind of a quick ten practices, or if it was kind of spread out over time. Um, but in those practices, I think they looked good. There's a lot, obviously, you need to improve on before the season starts. But there's a good returning group where they're already clicking. So it's a matter of just adding new pieces in. Yeah. And I know it seems like 
and I was kind of high on this guy coming in, Marcus Domask. Mm-hmm. And it seems like him and TSJ are kind of gelling a little bit. I follow the yeah. team on Instagram, yeah. so I get kind of my insights a little bit from there. They'll share some practice video and stuff. Yeah. I'll try and watch some of your stuff that you shoot. Um, Perfect you bring Domask up. He's actually now hurt. He, uh, I believe it's something with his hammy. Um, he's got him just day, day to day. Okay. He was out of yesterday's practice, so unfortunately didn't get to see much of him. But I know I've heard great things about him. I'm just excited because he seems to be the one that can bring this three-point threat back mm-hmm. to Illinois basketball. That was something they really incredibly struggled with last year. Yeah. Um, that and free throws. But, yeah. I mean, three balls... I mean, that can help when you're in those tight games get a little bit more separation. Mm-hmm. Um, With Domas, I see him kind of as like an R.J. Melendez fill-in. Okay. Where, like, he could start, he could come off the bench, but he's going to get you some buckets. Right. And whether it's at the rim or shooting the three ball, which he does very well. I'm pretty sure it was nearly 40% last year. Um, good guy. I was bummed to not see him play. Underwood was unsure if he was going to play in Spain, so okay. we'll kind of see uh, if you know the injury is kind of bothering him i don't think they want to push anything in the summertime these games don't mean anything right you don't want another wing like that hurt like they did with goody last year where he missed probably 75 percent of the season um but yeah he's another player to kind of be excited about uh incoming train well now not incoming i guess anymore but transfer from southern illinois Mm -hmm. arguably one of their best players in their program in a long time um and i'm one of, not the best, obviously, but um, somebody that can bring a lot off the bench and from that starting lineup. Another guy I will mention um, that's coming in, uh, we were talking about this before, Quincy Gurrier. Yeah. I really like what Quincy kind of offers. Uh, he's 6'8", um, and he's somebody who can stretch the floor. He's a big. Is he a center? I don't know. But I think he could definitely fill that role. And that's the one problem, again, that we kind of talked about mm-hmm. um, earlier today was there's no center on this lineup. Mm-hmm. It's guard, 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 forward, guard, mm-hmm. guard, guard. Like, And you could say, like, Dane's a center, but, like, he's really he, – uh, I think I mean he's the biggest guy on the team. Yeah. It, well, besides Coleman. Coleman, but like you, he's you, size-wise he's the biggest yes. weight-wise at least. Yep. And the thing is with Coleman is like you wouldn't look at him as a center no. really because he's a wing guy who can shoot. He can play the 3-4. That's kind of what Quincy is. Quincy can kind of be interchangeable 3 through 5. But if Underwood wants to run a small ball lineup, which I think he might, you go Quincy at the 5 because of how well he can shoot from beyond the arc. I saw him knock down a lot of threes Yeah, on Wednesday at their practice. So I, th- I think that's big for Illinois because when you have a f- everybody on the floor that can shoot, it's going to create a problem because, say, Coleman is pushing it into the paint and Quincy gets out, it's going to cause some issues with the defense because they don't know who to guard, where to guard. Um, so he's somebody that can dunk on you down low yeah. and shoot from beyond the arc. So you think that's going to open up a little bit more scoring opportunities, both on the perimeter and in the paint as well? Hopefully. Just kind of getting some of those mismatches, if you will? I think so. Anytime you have a stretch big who can shoot the three, it's it creates issues for the opposing defense. I mean, if you're kind of looking at teams last year, it was so easy to game plan for Illinois because all they had to do was lock up Dane. I mean, 
Dane couldn't didn't shoot from beyond the arc, barely from mid-range. You only saw him in the paint. So you didn't have to move much. All you had to do was put a big man down in the paint. And you were set. You had four men outside, but now it's going to be just rotating around that outside arc. I saw a lot of screen play done okay. yesterday in practice where just constantly running different screens to move guys from inside to outside, back out to outside. And so I think, I think Quincy adds a lot to this lineup, I would say. I, I think it's a big ad for them. I think it's a very underrated ad, yeah. but it's a big ad. And kind of a journeyman who's been mm-hmm. all over the place because started with Syracuse, then went over to Oregon, Yep. and now he's here at Illinois. Mm-hmm. It's fifth um, year, so he's, yeah. been, he's been around the block, and he's right. got experience. Hopefully brings leadership. I mean, that's something they kind of lacked last year. Yeah, but. and that was one of the big things last year was there seemed to be some kind of Locker room drama. We never quite really heard what it was, but yeah, but those were some of the rumors. That was one thing that Brad Underwood kind of addressed yes on Wednesday is that this team is a lot more mature. They're a lot more focused on what they're doing. They kind of they're they're gelling well. It's just kind of not. It's working on all cylinders, kind of thing. Okay. Where, he has feels like he has a complete team in terms of on the court, off the court, and just a leadership role. Um, one thing, speaking of leadership, I'll go to an incoming freshman, and that's Draven Gibbs Lawhorn. I was really impressed with him and his leadership as a freshman watching practice. He was yelling at guys, not in a bad way, um, picking guys up. He was just doing what you'd see from maybe a senior. kind of thing really commanding the defense really commanding the offense he was not afraid to get up on ty rogers when he had the ball he was slapping the floor kind of like um you know he was ready to go freshman i was very impressed with he's from i believe montrovert academy down in orlando area okay um but he's somebody i think you could be excited for at the guard position yeah and you think he takes over that starting point guard role, or uh, no? Is he going to kind of play backup? Probably back. I, w- I would say back. I think he's somebody that's going to steal minutes from other guys. Okay, like he's that good. Like if you're someone like Sincere Harris, who could be in the starting rotation, but maybe a bench guy, you should be worried. Like Draven Gibbs Lawhorn can really shoot from outside. He can play defense, and he's somebody who will slam it on you. Like he's a guy who's see he's six one, but he could he could dunk. He he's somebody that will play in the league. I have no doubt about it. Okay, because I know in some of our previous podcasts I've given you my definition of what I love to see in a point guard. Mm-hmm. Do you think this guy fits that mold that I've kind of talked about before, where you're a little smaller, quick, can mm-hmm. shoot, can dribble, can drive? I don't know if it, it, it's tough. I think he could definitely be a point guard. I wonder if he'll be molded kind of into a shooting guard okay. where he's kind of off the ball. But don't be surprised if he is an on-ball point guard um, where maybe they test things out if things with Ty Rogers don't work at the point guard position. And he kind of inserts himself in because he's going to steal minutes and he's going to be a dominant freshman, I think. And in a year when things open up and – you know, some of the guys like Terrence Shannon Jr., Luke Goody, Coleman Hawkins, those guys end up leaving that starting rotation. There's no doubt about it. He'll be a 15-point-per-game scorer, I think. Okay. Because that kid is not afraid to shoot in a good way. Um, he, he just He's somebody I left that practice very, 
very impressed with. I don't think I'm the only one. So, someone definitely to keep an eye on. We'll see how he does over in Spain. I really want to see the box scores Kay. with him. Um, but somebody that's high on my list for this Illinois team next year. You think there's some kind of underground piratey website where someone can maybe, if they really wanted to, stream this thing? Uh, maybe. I don't even know. It's, it's probably going to be such a small gym gotcha. that it's not even like... Not even anybody set up. The thing is, it's probably the only cameras there will be Illinois. Yeah. And then maybe the teams they're playing. Like, nobody ever ended up seeing anything with their secret scrimmage with Kansas last year. Yeah. Um, or on the women's side with, uh, I think they played Notre Dame in their secret scrimmage. So I'm going to say no. I think they kind of locked those things down, especially since you don't want the Big Ten teams um, getting any, any film on you. Yeah, that was kind of something like with practice yesterday. Like, you can't post like f- full videos of like. You know, all their drills just because you don't want to kind of let things out to the Big Ten team. It's so early on. How much are you really going to learn? But something you gotta got to keep in your back pocket so they can kind of surprise teams coming in, especially since I know they're Illinois' opening games against Marquette. So that's, that's going to be a big ranked game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And Illinois is going to come into this season unranked? Probably. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, the way they finished last year, how can you put them ranked? Yeah. Um, but it's probably going to be like fringe outside the top 25. Okay. I just find it hard to put them in the top 25 right Yeah, now. I would agree with that. But I guess we'll see. And we've got some ways to go, see what happens. But there, I, I feel like there's definitely teams in front of them, especially with what we saw in the NCAA tournament that – you're going to see those, especially like those lower major teams, are going to make their way into the top 25, I think. Just yeah. a lot of their play this last season, FAU being one of them. They're, right. They're going to steal spots from these big-time teams. So I, I would say no to answer that question. Okay. But we'll see. Who knows? All right. So I know TSJ, Coleman Hawkins coming back mm-hmm. was a big storyline, especially during the off season. Mm-hmm. What do you think their move is this year where do they take that next leap to one improve their game but to improve this team Mm -hmm. and make illinois be able to kind of go a little bit deeper into the ncaa tournament this season one they got knocked on their free throws tsj had a couple games last year where it was kind of iffy with him but i i think just shooting like they, they, those two, I feel like don't hit many shots from the mid range. It's either in the paint, or it's either from beyond the arc. They, I think they gotta add more scoring to their game. They're so I, it felt like a lot, a lot of times last year they were afraid to shoot. I feel some, like for that some too. reason, like there were some games where Terrence would end up miss, missing maybe his first three shots, and then you wouldn't see him take another shot until the final five minutes or something. So I always felt like it was just very hit or miss with them last year in terms of their scoring production. At the same time, obviously, you want to spread the ball. You want to spread the wealth. But it just felt like when things were down, they didn't do much to kind of pick them back up. So that, that's going to be a big thing this year. They got to improve on their stock. I mean, they want to, They both want to play in the NBA. They were both fringe second-round picks. Yep. So if they want to get into that first round, you got to be better. you got to... The standing's going to show it. I think if Illinois finished that year with, say, a little bit of run in the Big Ten tournament, a little bit of a run in the NCAA tournament, you would have seen their names higher up on the board just because, I don't know, you get in those big games and those are what 
kind of teams want to see. Yeah. So if you're scoring. The pressure and mm-hmm. the spotlight, if yeah. you will. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, all eyes are on those two this year. Yeah. They're the big fifth-year players. Um, I mean, Coleman's his fourth year, so he's a senior, but TSJ, he's, he's a fifth-year player. He's yep. came over from Texas Tech. He's He's got a lot to prove this year because he won't get another chance. Right. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Like, this this is it. It's got to make the most of it. So just leave it all out on the floor this season. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I think last year he took a lot of, like, he played a lot of on-ball like where he was kind of running the point, which mm-hmm. just wasn't right for that offense. They kind of mixed it around with Jaden Epps, but he was a little bit out of the uh, in and out of the lineup. Sky Clark laughed. Sincere Harris was an interesting point guard, but he Terrence Shane Jr. held the ball. Out. Hopefully, he's off the ball and is able to just kind of shoot, which he needs to do. But he's an attacker, someone that can really take down the rim. Yeah, and say half those guys you just named are no longer mm-hmm. on the scene right now because Epps and Sky Clark gone. Mm-hmm. So, But somebody that will be taking over that point guard position, or so it seems like, I mean, watching practice and everything you've seen in the media is uh, Ty Rogers. Yeah. Which I don't really feel like he's a point guard. That's where I'm very, like, confused about all this. I don't know if it's a we don't have anybody else kind of thing Mm -hmm. or if it's a we really think he's a point guard. He just seems like more of a shooting guard, small forward kind of guy. Okay. Um, But he looked good yesterday commanding the offense. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm very curious to see how this experiment goes. I mean, it definitely, if it's anything, I would call it that. Just to kind of see. Yeah. Yeah. To see what this team, again, is going to be capable of. Mm-hmm. But, again, it does seem like it is kind of a small ball kind of style. Mm-hmm. A lot of guards, a couple yep. forwards. That's what it was last year. Yeah. It just felt like a makeshift lineup where there's just kind of guys thrown in. And even that Matthew Mayer was mm-hmm. not even a true center, if you will. Mm-hmm. He's just tall power forward that yeah. stretched the court. But he never was really put it like the five position but like sometimes when they went small he was him and coleman were the tallest guys on the court he was probably like six nine maybe six ten probably not maybe six eight i always thought he was taller than coleman i guess he could be i I don't know when you get in front of matthew meyer he's he's a tall and lengthy guy yeah to be surprised he worked out i mean he did a summer league with the rockets he played pretty well i mean it wasn't until like the third game where he actually got in and then he started averaging like 12 points per game so that's something to keep an eye on too Heading into the year, if he gets a two-way contract, okay. But I mean, he's not on the team anymore. Yeah, you need to worry about him. Right, right. But, um, somebody I will add because we were talking about the point guard position is Justin Harmon. He's somebody who I think maybe they'll experiment with sooner or later. And that's the guy coming over from Utah Valley. Mm-hmm. 
he looked good. He shot a lot yesterday. Missed a decent amount. Made a decent amount. But somebody not afraid to shoot the ball. I just, I don't know if he's, I don't want to say good enough to start in that point guard position because he's obviously, he's playing at Illinois. He's, he's, a, he's a great player. But yeah, I think he's someone they may experiment with sooner or later if it doesn't work out with Ty Rogers. Um, but he'll be definitely somebody off the bench that I think's good. He's got that experience. I mean, that's or, what you need. Yeah. Or would it be too crazy to go back to like a 2005 Illinois style with the three guards and mm-hmm. kind of what that team was able to do, but yeah, well, keep that backcourt a little bit bigger? Well, I wonder if that's kind of what it would be, too, if Luke Goody, with Luke Goody in the lineup. I just, it's so weird because I don't consider Luke Goody a guard. No. Like, he's more of a wing, but he's not like a tall forward. Like, he's six seven, and I mean, that's, I guess, tall for college. I mean, he's up but, there with Dane Danger. Yeah. And... But, like, when you're in front of him, he doesn't look that tall. But I just don't consider him a guard. No. I wouldn't consider him a guard. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Luke Goody's another guy who I think can add a lot. Kind of like Marcus Domosk. I mean, both considered guards, but they're wings that can shoot the ball. And we hopefully we get a full season of Luke. I mean, right. last year he had the foot injury. Yeah. Kept him out, I think, until February, maybe. He missed a good yeah. chunk of this. Pretty much, he was out until we got into the new year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see much of... I mean, so I'm here and there during this season, but the season before, where he's actually healthy playing, I never really saw much of him. Um, so I think a full season with him in the lineup could be good. For, well, I mean, will be good for Illinois. Um, his production level, I guess we'll see. Um, but he's another fifth-year guy. Or, no, he's a junior. Okay, so, yeah. I feel like I've seen so many photos of him from the past. Yeah. It feels like he's been here forever. No, but... we had the posters somewhere. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's gone now. They all fell off the wall. Yeah. But, but he's somebody that, if, if he's locked in, could be a big shooter for Illinois. Yeah. Hopefully. And I know that was the one thing that was the big draw against, or big draw for him, mm-hmm. was his shot-making ability. Mm-hmm. And so they definitely missed that last year. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, we're basically wrapping up this lineup, but yesterday seeing Amani Hansbury, big freshman. I mean, he's already 6'8". Yeah. Somebody that once, I think after this year, um, I think he'll get a little playing time this year, but not, you know, a lot, not like 20 minutes per game, maybe like 10 to 15, maybe less. Okay. But he's a freshman that's, He's tall, physical. I was just looking at a photo on Twitter of you know his progress throughout the summer and the amount of muscle he's put on. So if these Illinois trainers keep working with him, I mean, he's going to be dominant in the paint. And I'll be curious if they use him kind of as a center. Um, maybe in a year or two if he grows a couple inches. Yeah. He could really be that center that Illinois needs. I mean, he's listed as a forward. Uh, I'd say more power forward. But... He, I mean, I saw good things from him. I saw some kind of lackadaisical things from him. Uh, even Underwood saw it. He was getting kind of frustrated. But, I mean, they're young. Right. They are young. But two, him and Draven together, I think, could be a force, you know, going forward. As long as they stay, you know. As long as they with stay. the way the transfer portal is nowadays, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like loyalty is, one, it's big for a program. Mm-hmm. Two, that's how you continue to draw in 
more talent and everything. Mm -hmm. If you got people leaving every which direction every season, then you're just going to continue to kind of just put a team on the floor rather mm -hmm. than building a team at your program. Mm -hmm. So hopefully those two build with Illinois and kind of stick with them because I, th I think they're two exciting pieces. They're recruited for a reason. I mean, Draven was a high, highly sought-after recruit. And then I'm like, next year they have even more guys coming in that are going to bring in. So I think the future is bright with this team. And then, I mean, you have uh, Nicolo Moretti, Sincere Harris, if he sticks around. There's a lot of good young guys that can really bring a lot to the table going forward, especially when you lose. I mean, you're going to lose Terrence Sharon Jr. You're going to lose Marcus Domas, Justin Harmon, Quincy Urie, Coleman Hawkins, uh, Max Williams. Like, the list goes on and on. Just Luke Goody's day for his final year. So, there, there's a lot to be excited about with Illinois basketball. All right. Well, looking at this roster so far, who's your starting five? I mean, I, I would say they run Ty Rogers at the point, Terrence Shannon Jr. at the shooting guard. Then you got, I think they go Luke Goody at the three, Coleman at the four, and Quincy at the five. Because I, I, I would just be surprised. Ugh. Keep Dane out of the starting five? I think so. I mean, it's it, it's tough. Dane, I mean, he's one of their tallest and biggest guys, but Quincy's a senior who's, I think, brought over for a reason. I don't see, unless things get bad, I don't see Quincy coming off the bench. I just think he, he thinks he, I think he brings way too much to the table shooting. Uh, he's a decent defender. I think he... It's more of a threat in the paint defending than Dane Danger. But I don't know. It could either be that Goody at the three and then Quincy at the five, or Coleman at the three, Quincy at the four, and Dane at the five, and then they bring Luke Goody off the bench. But I also then think that takes shooting out the game. Yeah. Where that's something they definitely need, especially I don't think Ty Rogers is the best three-point shooter of all time. So, I mean, that... Uh, that takes shooting out the game, and then that only leaves Terrence Shannon Jr. and Coleman Hawkins and a little bit of Quincy to really shoot from outside the paint. So, what what do you think? Um, so yeah, I like. Let's go with TSJ at shooting guard. I like that there. I want to say Justin Harmon at the point, but mm -hmm. from what you were kind of talking about, it seems like it is gonna maybe kind of fall to. Since mm -hmm. your Harris or Ty Rogers or Ty Rogers yeah. or maybe we give Draven Draven it could I, I just feel it's I, interesting because yeah. you know you can plug and play so many different scenarios or just have you know mm -hmm. um, maybe that three guard system I was always a fan of that back in the day mm -hmm. um and it worked for Illinois way back when. Mm -hmm. I mean, basketball is constantly evolving. But, I mean, yeah, you need those big guys inside. So, again, I'd probably go Coleman, Dane, Quincy, TSJ, Ty Rogers. Yeah. That's what it could be. I just, I'm just curious to see what they do with Goody. I think it's all going to depend on Goody. If Goody's out of the starting lineup, then I think they go Dane and Quincy. Yeah. If he's not, then I think they go Quincy. 
I just don't see him riding the bench. I don't know. I don't know. We got to see. I just, there's a lot of tall guys. I mean, with Quincy, Dane, and Coleman. Right. And a lot of experience, too, mm-hmm. where it's hard to say, yep. you know, you're not going to be out on the floor for mm-hmm. starting and, the game. I mean, with that, you'd have Dane Danger Jr. Say, 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 Goody's out. Dane Danger's a junior. Um, he's a redshirt junior, too. So technically, he might be. I always forget how that works. Would he be a senior if he's a redshirt junior? Like, is it his fourth year? Because he came over from Baylor. I don't know how many years he spent over there. This, this might be his fourth year. Yeah. Um, but because if you're a redshirt freshman, technically you're a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, so technically he's a senior. Okay. Um, so fourth year, so he brings a lot of experience from Baylor. I mean, he's been here for a couple of years. So uh, you have Quincy, five, four years of experience. Terrence Shannon Jr., four years of experience. Coleman, three years of experience. Ty has one, but that's just a lot of experience in your lineup. Those are teams that win. Like, UConn had experience. You saw a lot of those teams. Creighton went far. They had a lot of experience. San Diego State had a lot of experience. FAU had a lot of experience. Just so much experience across the board with the teams you saw late in the NCAA tournament. Right. So it clearly should. That's why we don't see Duke winning much anymore. Kentucky isn't going far. They're all freshmen that leave within a year. Right. It, nowadays, it's the experience in the transfer portal. Right. Um, I feel like Kentucky's also kind of gotten out of that one and done. That one and done mm-hmm. mentality that Calipari was really building there Mm -hmm. and i mean there's only a handful of guys from those dominant kentucky days that are relevant in the nba Mm -hmm. devin booker carl anthony towns Mm, uh, um i mean anthony davis kind of yeah tyrese maxi's one quickly but those twin i forget the the harris the harris twins Mm -hmm. i mean they're nobody yeah but they were very dominant in college so but this is the experience. It's, I, th- I, it's think it'll, experience. I think it'll help Illinois uh, basketball. Um, so I wrap it up with basketball, but we'll, we can quickly talk some football. Um, they start their practices. I'm getting excited about football season. Yeah, I'm too. I just bought tickets for Nebraska, Illinois. So looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I'm still debating on pulling the trigger for the Penn State just because of the price of tickets mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And I want to sit in a good seat. What are the prices looking like for Penn State? Like a hundred plus, eighty. Penn State at like travel. some of the They'll cheapest, too. right? So, so you want to pack those seats with orange and blue. Mm-hmm. But again, how do you pass up a chance to see, you know, Penn State Penn at State. Memorial Stadium? Mm-hmm. Illinois should do like a whiteout for that game just to mock Penn State. Do an orange out or that too. something like that. <laughs> it's they don't have orange jerseys. That would have been nice. I know, but, but who knows? Maybe they do, and we just haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, Bielema. Once again, double down on it's still a quarterback competition. Okay. Don't believe it. Um, I think it's Luke Altmyer's job to lose. Yeah. Um, but then he also noted uh, Matthew Bailey's hurt. Still a lingering issue. Defensive back. He'll be probably the starting. I think I feel like he's more of a safety. He'll. I think he'll, he. He's a starter at the end of the day. Okay. Um. So they need him back. I think he'll be big. I mean, he's one of the only guys. Well, there's a few returners, but I think he's the most report important returner coming back for Illinois. Somebody they need back healthy. If it felt like he'll be back next week, he's still dealing with his. Um. I want to say it was an ankle issue. I remember seeing him in a boot a long time ago. Okay. Um, something in that foot ankle area, but um, hopefully he's back soon. It seemed like injuries there weren't many, but there's some. 
but nothing to be too concerned about. Not too many players um, that would be taken out of the lineup. But I know, we'll see. First practice that's um, going down tonight or Thursday whenever you're watching this um, under the lights. Bielema talked talk really big about there's a few night games to start the year, so it's important for them to practice under the lights yep. because, I mean, it's a different game catching it. I remember in high school, especially he emphasized punt returning, kick returning. Since you're catching that in the light, the black blends in with the brown a little bit. Um, but that's big for them, so we'll see. All right. We'll see with the night football. Definitely something to be excited about for mm-hmm. fall and winter here, so. Yeah. So that'll do it. I mean, here on Ricky and the Vet, make sure to check us out on all podcast streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, whatever you listen to, or as well as on uh, YouTube, if you're not already watching us there already. Um, Yeah, that'll do it here on Ricky and the Vet, and we'll see you next week.